Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, thanks for joining us on Simply Financial today. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. He is your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area. Office is based right in Penn Conning. Come by, say hello, have a conversation about uh, your finances, your retirement planning, and anything else that might come to mind. Kevin is, uh, of course, the person to reach out to in the area, born and raised in Penn Conning, in fact, and has more than three decades of experience in the financial planning world. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Kevin, have you had a good week? I have had a good week, Walter. The, you know, the sun's coming out a little bit more often. Uh, now that we have daylight savings time, it's later, you know, a little lighter a little later, and fishing's coming around, so things are going good. That was a real surprise. I was uh, sitting in the living room um, turning on a hockey game this week to watch, and then I was kind of like squinting, and I was like, why is the sun hitting me in the <laughs> eyes when I'm watching a hockey game in the living, oh, wait a second, it's getting dark all of a sudden later. That's what it is. So I had to adjust the blinds for once to be able to watch the uh, watch the TV, watch the games. I was like, oh, we're, we're that time of year already. Boom, just like that. <laughs> now, do you like the uh, being lighter later or earlier? Oh, I suppose. It's definitely nice, yeah, because yeah, I... Yeah. I like to go out for a run sometimes in the evening or, you know, just it, it's nice to keep that warmth a little bit longer into the day, you know, to get yep. out and do activities and things like that in the afternoon. So, I mean, I love winter, don't get me wrong, but it's nice to get a get the, get the warmth on your skin again and, and have a little bit longer days seems to brighten the mood a little bit. So. Did I hear you correct? You love winter? I do. I'm one of those rare people that likes snow and finds negative 17 really interesting and... Yeah. You know they make medication for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got I've, I've got issues, but you know, <laughs> I, I was a goalie always growing up, and they always say goalies have to be a, you know got to be a little bit oh, weird to be a goalie, and so I've makes, always had a little bit of that odd streak in me, I suppose. That makes sense. Yeah. Now it all comes together. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, I'm looking forward to uh, some warmer activities on the horizon here. I know I know you are too. You're excited to get back out on the lake a little bit more often, and lots of I things. I am. Yeah. I am. I'm looking forward to getting the boat on the river, that's for sure. Excellent, excellent. Well, I'm sure we'll be getting lots of good fishing reports from you over the coming months, so something for everybody to look forward to and keep an eye on. Uh, we've got lots of good things to talk about finance-wise on the show today. We're going to talk about Steve Martin in a couple of minutes and what we can learn about retirement planning from him. Yeah, can we really learn something from uh, Steve Martin on retirement planning? Well, we've got a couple of good takeaways lined up for you today. We're also going to cover some financial lies and see if we can spot them in our own portfolios, in our own interactions in the financial landscape. Are you believing these lies? Are you building your plan on these lies? We hope that's not the case. So we're going to talk about that a little bit on today's show. That should be pretty revealing as well. But gosh, Kevin, before we get to all of that, we kind of got to talk about the big news in the room. It's certainly something that caught my attention this week, and, and it's in you know national and even global headlines, of course. And I don't know how much it's going to really relate to, to your clients and to retirement planning, but I don't know. The, the, the bank crisis, the bank situation that's been happening, we've been hearing about banks closing. It's kind of hard to surmise the entire 
sort of quote unquote crisis we're experiencing right now or witnessing happening in front of our eyes in just a couple of quick sentences. But uh, what's been going on this week from the bank standpoint, if people have been seeing that in the news, hearing about it, if they're worried about it or having emotional reactions to it, give us kind of the the 30,000 foot view here of kind of just what you're seeing locally from people, questions that you might be getting and and kind of your take on everything that we're seeing with the closing of certain banks and, and worries about a bank run and all that kind of stuff. Well, we are hearing about that, and we are starting in a few calls here in our office, uh, mainly from people who just listened to the show and they got some questions, you know, a few clients, those those things. So we've all heard about, you know, the banks going down, and it's fearful, isn't it, Walter? When you think about it, you hear, oh, this bank, this big bank went down, this big bank went down, the government stepped in. But what I, you know, what comes to mind is, as Americans, we're, we're gritty people, aren't we? We've been through this before. We've been yeah. through the Great Depression. But did you say greedy or gritty? Gritty. Oh, gritty. Okay. Gr- gritty. Well, yeah, may, we're, may, we're maybe a little bit of both but <laughs> yeah yeah but we're gritty we've been through the great depression been through world war one world war two you know dot-com bus 2008 and we just are gritty but i think the one lesson we need to think about is you cannot take you have to start taking some volatility out of your income planning and what do i mean by that if you've been on a growth side hoping that things are going to grow and now you're seeing all this volatility come back. And we've been through it, like I said, 08, the dot-com bust, many, many times. We'll get through this. We just don't know how long it's going to take to get through this. And that's the question I think that's sitting on the back of everyone's mind. Is this long-term? Is this short-term? Is this? There's two types of recoveries, Walter, when we start going in, into situations like this. One's a V, okay. right, where, where you, you take the left line and it goes down and makes a point and it comes right back. So the latest V recovery was in, you know, during the pandemic. We knew the pandemic caused that, so we came back pretty quickly. The last U recovery was during the dot-com bust. Took three years, so if you take that left line, come down, and the U took three years to start going back up, and then it took seven years to get back to where we were. So this is where volatility comes into play. You should be looking at volatility in your portfolio and concentrating more on income if you're getting into retirement or close to retirement. So we need to take it volatility out of that because these things are going to happen. This is it, this doesn't this sounds weird, Walter. And I said this is kind of the normal process, right? It's not the first time we heard about these hmm. things. It's not going to be the last time, but we need to be in a position so you can handle it going forward into retirement, so you're not stressing about it, so you you can have predictable income come coming in so you can wait out these types of market issues that we're going through what is your take on it now that i spouted off for a good five minutes here well i think it's helpful perspective i think there's um you know again just general it was a great illustration of a couple of things the past week right one being how our emotions can really start wreaking yep. havoc on us because yep. everybody starts to panic, and and honestly, that's what a lot of this is, right? A lot of this, uh, a lot of this concern is leading to panic, and more and more people withdrawing their money, and that creates a problem for the next bank and the next bank. That's that's what they're talking about, contagion, right? I saw that word a lot this past yep. week, and that this yep. this is going to catch on to more banks who may not have otherwise been exposed um, to a problem, but now that people are panicking and pulling their money out, it's that sort of herd mentality. Is, it can be very dangerous in the financial world. So that's one thing. And the other thing is just, yeah, diversification, right? Yeah. If, you, if you had all your eggs in one basket or you're heavily, way too heavily in the bank sector, you are really, really hurting today, most likely. Well, you know, there's a big difference here, too, with the Silicon Bank. You know, if you look into a little bit further, 20% of their assets was under the FDIC insurance. 80% was not. 
And then the other day we had an article on Charles Schwab. You know, hey, Charles Schwab, they, you know, all the banks' stocks seem to drop pretty quickly there. But Charles Schwab's just the opposite. They got 80% of their bank assets under FDIC and only 20%. So you have to look a little deeper what's going on. You know, the one in uh, California is venture capitalists. It doesn't mean that, you know, all banks are going to head down that way. Now you may have some as we're seeing, but this is where the planning prospect comes in. You, and I'm going to say it again. You need to take the volatility out of your income planning and you need to get predictable income coming because this is going to happen many more times throughout our lifetime. It's just, it just the way it is. It is the way it is. And we've got to be aware and ready for all of the future ups and downs of the market. And it's always hard to predict exactly what form it's going to come in. So are we in the middle of another 2008? Uh, it sounds like they're they're trying to pump the brakes a little bit uh, on yeah. that, Kevin. But the same experts that are pumping the brakes on that are also the ones that were saying, uh, you know, invest in all this stuff just a couple of weeks ago or, 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 or you're fine or there's no problem. So it's all, always hard to predict these things, and that's why you need a plan that can kind of operate no matter what's swirling around us, right? Exactly, because you know the income, when you stop working, your income stops, so you need to replace that with income. And that's what we talk about each and every week around here. We need a solid plan going into retirement. You know, this is going to be a stress test, potentially a stress test on your portfolio like 08 was. How are you going to come out of that? If you don't know, you need to sit down with your advisor. You need to figure these things out and see how you can fare in markets like this. And this is what I think, you know, all the news is coming around and it tends to get everybody emotional and not doing rational decisions. And this is where the income plan, the income planning comes in to place to kind of ground you, to kind of say, all right, so if we go through this, how's my income going to be affected? Where's it coming from? Those types of things. So I think that, you know, a level heads will prevail. You know, we can't keep printing money, obviously, because we, we keep printing and printing more money. Somewhere down the road, we're going to pay for that. But we have to have some solid planning in place to, 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 you know, get through these things because this is just one five years from now, 10 years from now. I don't know when there'll be another one. So you have to have that plan going into those to get to and through retirement. All right. Again, if you have questions about maybe what's gone on this past week and you want to get a little bit more detail about that and talk through it with Kevin, is your portfolio exposed? Did you see a big drop? Does that maybe indicate, hey, I'm not diversified as much as I think I'm, I might be exposed a bit much to one particular sector or another? Or, Ooh, I've got all of my investments in one or two or three maybe stocks or mutual funds. And, and is that a problem? Well, these are the kinds of things Kevin's addressing and analyzing and figuring out each and every day for his clients. And so if you're local in the uh, Pinconning area or anywhere throughout the Tri-City area, you can always come into the office and say hello and have that conversation. But you can always start it out on the phone as well. And that number to call is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You can also go online to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Dot com. Click the listen button. You can ask questions, listen to past episodes of the show, and uh, tap into other details and resources as well. But again, the easiest way to do it, if you want to have a conversation uh, sometime in the next couple of days about what's going on in your financial life, don't hesitate to reach out to Kevin. And if you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note. He'll return that call or have the sensational Stacy reach out and schedule that time to chat. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-PLAN. All right, there's more coming up today. Let's take a quick break, come back, talk a little Steve Martin and retirement planning, shift gears slightly, and uh, continue on with some great financial and retirement information and some more fun on the way here on Simply Financial. Stay tuned. 
So glad you've taken some time to join us today on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray, and we're talking a little bit about financial planning, retirement, and how you can better prepare for the future. And we've got a great show uh, still on the way today. We're going to talk about Steve Martin and retirement planning in a few moments, plus financial lies. Are you basing your retirement off of any of these? We're diving into all of that and more on the show. If you have any questions for Kevin, check him out online at insightfolios.com. Click the Listen button to ask questions or listen to past episodes of the show. Kevin's the co-author of the book Navigating Through Retirement, and he was born and raised in Pinconning. It's just a couple of the reasons why we turn to him for guidance and advice each week here on the show. The hometown, the hometown voice. The hometown voice. You got it. Hometown hero, Kevin Ray. Well, I don't know about the hero, but I'm the voice. <laughs> well, the humble hometown hero. How about there that? We'll get some alliteration going on there just for alliteration's sake. Are you a Steve Martin fan, by the way? Some of the stuff I like and some of it, you know, I'm like, eh, okay. Okay. Like a lot of comedians, right? Like some, yeah. some things don't necessarily tickle your fancy and other things are, are pretty darn good. So It's, it's funny you said that because I just watched a Johnny Carson clip when he came on there one time and I thought that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Is but that then, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was going to say Johnny Carson seemed to make everybody better, you know, just how, with how talented he was. Yes, but uh, I, did, I didn't get that quite that skit that they did. So Okay, yeah. Yeah, sometimes uh, there's a lot of humor where uh, there's a lot of Saturday Night Live stuff where people are just like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And I'm just like, I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> just, so. It doesn't make me laugh. Isn't it supposed to make me laugh, you know? And so, yeah. I don't know. That's uh, maybe another conversation for another day. But I, I, I totally do like some it. of his movies. Though. I really do like his movies. But this comedy, uh, not so much, So. I'm looking back at just like his list of movies. So he was, you know, he started maybe a little bit before my time. I do remember The Three Amigos. I saw it years after it came out, but yep, yep. always liked The Three Amigos. Always liked uh, like Parenthood and Father of the Bride. He was always good in those roles, I thought. Yep, Father of the Bride and then the Roxanne. I like that one too. So, yep. Yeah, definitely some good ones over the years. Uh, Cheever by the Dozen. He does seem to have kind of taken the same idea and done it 18 different variations. He's, <laughs> he's, the, he's a Sylvester Stallone of the Rambo, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Is this yeah. kind of different different type of movie, but it's kind of yeah. the same character, same role throughout. Yep. But that's all right. You find something that works, and you, you lean into it and rock and roll with it. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of the famous quotes that Steve Martin has had throughout his career and throughout the years, and see if we can turn this into financial advice, given uh, given today's financial landscape, Kevin. Here's the first one. Uh, persistence is a great substitute for talent. What do you think of that? Ooh, so persistence, you're sticking at it type thing, right? Right. right. So if we think about famous stock pickers out there, Walter, can you think of anyone? Famous stock pickers? Yeah. Would, would, would Warren Buffett be considered a stock picker? He is one. Can okay, you name, then can I would you, say him. Can you name a second one? Mm, I guess not. <laughs> I, I bet, I'm betting most people are like you, they can't, because Warren Buffett comes to mind, yep. right? What is uh, Warren Buffett famous for? Uh, being like, you know, one of the richest people in the world, always picking great stocks and being disciplined and, uh, oh, persistence. Persistence, He's, he's always right? been at the yep. top, right? Yep. He's not yep. been this guy that was there for five minutes and then disappeared. No, he buys and he holds and he's persistent. He does it over time. He's been putting money in for years and now all of a sudden he's the the one guy that you could say, you know, who's, who's a famous investor, but you couldn't name two. And that's the great thing that goes around Warren Buffett, you know. He buys good companies. He holds on to them. He reinvests the dividends where a lot of his, um, you know, his returns come from. 
and then he just is persistently patient with them. Oh, you know, he just investing is a long term. We talk about it every every week, and uh, we've been doing it for a few years. But he puts a little bit of money in, you know, and then over time it grows, and he puts a little bit more money in this company, and over time it grows, he puts a little bit more in this company, and then it continues to grow. And that's what we're talking about. So persistence over time is going to pay for you in most cases. So if we look at when you first start going to work, you're going to put a little bit of money in that 401k, and a little bit of money in that IRA. And most people over time are going to invest, let's say, for, you know, if you're a younger person, and you're going to set it and forget about it. And then over time, the persistence of you contributing to that each and every week, each and every month, each and every year, over those years, add up to be quite a chunk of change. And most of the people that come into my office, that's how they started. I don't, usually don't get people inherited money, Walter. I usually see people who had great persistence and they were persistent at it and they did it until they got to the retirement and then it paid off. So persistence is a great thing and you don't necessarily need a lot of talent. You just need the persistence to keep at it. Good quote, Steve Martin. How about another one here? I've got to keep breathing, he said. It'll be my worst business mistake if I don't. <laughs> well, breathing, right? Yeah. So don't don't go to zero in your accounts, right? Like just yeah. at least keep breathing. Is that sort of the lesson here or something uh, something a little bit less uh, less crazy? This is kind of uh, kind of uh, timely that you're saying this because I just talked to a person. Now, this is going to sound crass, okay? I just talked to a person who knows a person. Let's just put it that way. Okay. And her husband was very ill. They were divorced and they got, you know, he had some health problems and they got remarried. And he was very ill. And this was at the end of the month. And she told him, please do not die until the first of the month because she needed a pension and a social security check. Mm. So we're talking about, you know, he had to keep breathing for her in order to make ends meet. So what are we talking about here? You have pensions. With pensions come choices. You have social security. With social security come choices. All these things are going to come into play. So if if your spouse, you know, walks out on life, what is going to walk in on life to take that spouse's, you know, income that you're depending on? So as soon as that spouse stops breathing, the other spouse, we don't want that other spouse to be in big trouble. We need income to come in. We need to keep that same standard of living going through. We don't want to have to go back to work, you know, someplace part-time just to keep the bills being coming in. That's what comes to mind, Walter. We're talking about that story. I was just told that story just a couple of days ago. Wow. Don't be putting yourself in that position. You know, you have choices along the way, and with those choices comes planning opportunities, and the big word there is opportunities. Sit down when you make choices or before you make choices and see. And we talk about this every week too. Walter, if you stress test your portfolio, if your spouse, you know, checks out on life early, are you going to be able to maintain what you're going Mm. through? And those planning, then it takes planning to get through this. So don't make a big business mistake. Don't make a big personal mistake. Sit down, talk it through, stress test your portfolio, see if you can handle it. It's kind of like when you're uh, wanting to make sure that you're healthy and in good stock to, you know, maybe pursue different types of exercise activities as you age. The doctor might stress test your heart a little bit, make sure that you're operating optimally and that there aren't any major issues that you should be aware of or reasons to not go try and run that half marathon or go hiking or, or do whatever the biking or whatever activities you might want to do as you get older are uh, making sure that you're fit for those things. Kind of the same thing for your for- portfolio. You want to keep breathing, so go through some stress testing. Make sure that you can withstand some of the uh, rigors that you might be up against in retirement. Relates a lot back to what we talked about in our first segment of the show today. Maybe people have had their uh, portfolios stress tested over the last week or so uh, by what's been going on in the markets and with the banks and all that kind of stuff. So, Interesting to cover that one today. 
Yeah, it is. I mean, and this is what we're talking about, right? Do you, how are you going to survive mm. if something bad happens? And that's where, you know, you, the planning comes into place. And if we're talking insurance, you know, we're talking whatever, you know, you have to be healthy. There's all kinds of things that people don't seem to think about until it's after the fact and maybe the insurance gets kicked out. Or maybe, you know, you've been in growth all your life and you've taken a big hit. And now we, you can't recover from it. So don't go down that road. Just sit down and do some planning because we're in a volatile market right now. We all know it. All right, very good. If you have questions as we go through today's show for Kevin and want to talk about your financial life, your retirement plan, pick up the phone, give him a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. All right, here's another good one from Steve Martin. First, the doctor told me the good news. I was going to have a disease named after me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good news or not, right? Yeah, I guess uh, that's yeah. the silver lining, maybe. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to classify that one that way. But uh, in the world of Steve Martin, he thought that was uh, had some humor to it. Yeah. So l- that, let's, That's an example of his humor not quite landing with you, I would say. It, it, it is. <laughs> so let's, let's look at it a couple of different ways then. So when you're in your 20s and 30s, you're pretty much bulletproof. Would you agree? Yeah, it feels that way for sure for a yeah. lot of us. Yeah. When you get your 50s, eh, you're still pretty bulletproof, but a few things may be creeping in on you thought-wise. And then you get in your 60s or 70s and, you know, just look at your relatives. You know, they start thinking differently, <laughs> Every, right? Everything hurts. Yeah, everything hurts. How does that pertain to planning? Well, let's look at my dad, for example. My dad is 81 and no medication. Okay. Okay. That, that's, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty days. amazing. Yeah. He just he just had, you know, a cataract taken off and the nurses said, what are you doing? Why, why aren't you on any medications? You know, we need to clone you. But my mom passed away at 66. So there's two ends of the spectrum right here. I did not seem to inherit my dad's genes. I'd had some health problems. And I'll just look at my great-grandmother. She spent 12 years in a nursing home, you know, because, you know, that's she had Alzheimer's and those are the things that come along. What are we talking about? Everybody needs a plan on how these expenses are going to be handled if and when the time comes. So, for example, when my mom passed away at 66, my dad's good financially. My grandmother had to go to the nursing home. There was planning to be done there to save the farm. All these things come into place because as we get older, we don't feel near as bulletproof as we did when we were younger. And then in the back of your mind, these things creep in because you've maybe seen your parents grow through it. And now you're at the age your parents was and they went through it. The thing is, we have to start planning. And this is, seems to be the overall theme of today's uh, show, Walter, because those things are going to creep in. We're, none of us are getting out of this alive. We're, all of us are going to you know, face different situations in life. And the key is to get through them. Like I said earlier, you know, we're Americans. We're gritty people. We've been through lots of stuff and we'll continue to go through lots of stuff. But the planning is the big portion of that. All right, one more piece of advice from Steve Martin. This was a famous quote of his. I think I did pretty well considering I started out with nothing but a bunch of blank paper. <laughs> Makes you probably think of some of uh, some of the clients that have come to meet with you. Well, that's that's exactly what I was just thinking. You know, one of the best things over my 31 years of doing this is I've heard lots and lots and lots of great stories and some bad stories. So let's think about a good story because we're going to end on a good note here. I've had persons that, you know, came into the office that two or three come to mind, well over a million dollars of, of savings by the time they got 60, 65 years old. And there's one thing that's consistent with these people. 
is that they started out with nothing. They graduated school, maybe they went to college, and then they went into the workforce. And then they started, some as little as $10 every other week into their 401k, some as little as 20 bucks every week going into their 401k. And over that period of time, they were persistent. And before you know it, their um, accumulation started to grow and grow and grow. Mm. By the time they were getting into retirement age, now we sit down and now we're gonna talk about, okay, You've grown it to this point. That is your first half of your life. I call it your first half. Now, your second half of your life is getting through into getting to and through retirement. So how do we plan for your second half of your life? Is it the same as your first half of your life? Are we going to go in on our growth? Well, we've seen that volatility today, this last two weeks. Growth is probably not the best best option for income planning. What is the best option? Let's take some volatility out. Let's look at what things are pretty predictable as far as income that's going into retirement so we can go through these volatility periods we have. If there's one thing that our listeners, my clients know, is that there's always going to be some sort of volatility out in the market, just depending on how bad it's going to be. So if we're in a V-shaped recovery or in a U-shaped recovery, doesn't matter. What matters is, is that your income comes in every single week, every single month. So you don't have to worry about those things. So you start out with nothing. That's what everybody does. And you, most people are going to grow through the workplace, through your IRAs, through your 401ks, for your 403bs, whatever it is. And then we need to change. Just like I said, you're bulletproof when you're younger. And now as we get older in retirement, the volatility that we're seeing right now really plays havoc on your emotions. So how do you take that, you know, some of those emotions out? You have a good solid income plan. Don't start out with nothing and end with nothing. Start out with nothing, have something and continue on through retirement. And then what's left over, let's leave it the best possible way to your heirs, maybe a legacy, those types of things. Sit down with your advisor. If you don't have an advisor, come into my office, be happy to talk to you. But let's get this figured out for you because I'm sure there's a lot of nervous people out there today. And let's show you a way that maybe, you know, we can take some stress out of your life going into retirement and through retirement. Well, there you have it, folks. Some great guidance using the quotes of Steve Martin, but we cover some really important topics here all the way from healthcare to persistence and uh, making sure that you have a plan that's stress tested and can withstand the changes in the market. If you aren't confident that you have that kind of retirement and financial plan, it's probably a good cue that it's uh, time for a conversation with Kevin and the team at Inside Folio. So if you want to reach out and have that conversation, uh, give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526 or go to insightfolios.com and get in touch through the website. But the easiest way is to give that call to the number 888-885-PLAN. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note. Kevin or the sensational Stacy in the office will call back and set up that time to meet. Uh, whatever's convenient for you, you can start with the phone conversation, meet on Zoom, or come right on into the office there in Pinconning and uh, get some good ideas of restaurants, places to fish, hunt, uh, where to get your hair cut, all sorts of other recommendations. Right, Kevin? You, you hook people up when they come in to visit. I'm a hometown boy. I can tell you all the good spots. That's exactly right. All the places to go. Absolutely. Uh, Just a side benefit, I suppose, of uh, working with somebody who is local and uh, knows all about the area, of course. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. That's 888-885-7526. Financial lies. Are you believing any of these lies and basing your plan off of it? We're going to talk about that coming up on today's show. So stay tuned to Simply Financial.
It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. So my question for you this week, Kevin, if you were ever going to be famous for something, what would it most likely be, do you think? I'm thinking I'd like to go to the White River in Arkansas and catch one of those 30-pound brown trout and be rode up in the papers. And there you it'd go. Be a, lo- a local legend in, in Mountain Home, Arkansas, because Kevin on a fly rod, <laughs> you know, fought this beast for you know two hours and drug drug him down the river and it just landed it and it was a great thing. And I can see as we're doing, I can picture in my mind a huge smile on my face, Walter. Nice, uh, that is a great one. Yeah, th- this is not the question of like if you could be go back and and be a famous person or be right. famous for something. And this is like with your life where you are right. Right now, if for some reason you are all of a sudden become famous, what would what would be the thing that occurs that makes that happen? And I love your I love your example because I can totally see that. Yeah, I'm going there in about 30 days, so we'll see. Biggest yeah. brown trout in history. And yes, underneath there, Kevin. Yes. Ray. Yeah. Boom. I love it. How about, how about you? Mm, let's see. Well, being in broadcasting, I suppose, you know, there'd always be the chance maybe I get back into the sports world and maybe I could be a famous sports sportscaster or something like that. But I think maybe more likely, let's see. You know, I came pretty close when I was younger to being the Oreo stacking champion of the world. <laughs> so, in fact, I stacked more Oreos than the ultimate champion did. I don't know why I wasn't selected for the finals. But, um, yeah, maybe maybe that contest will come back around again and i can i can show my off my skills that way so is that why they called you oreo growing up (laughs) they they actually called me milkman growing up i I was the milkman because i loved oreos and milk so much but i think i loved the milk even more than the oreos so (laughs) yeah i actually used to uh go to football practice my mom made you know know, when you're a little kid playing football you have you go look at any field right the kids have these huge oversized shirts on when they're at practice to fit over all the pads and stuff but not usually their typical jerseys at least that's what it was when i was growing up every kid just looked like a you know just like crazy mismatched shape because they'd wear these humongous shirts at at practice well anyway my mom custom made mine and put milkman across the front of them so (laughs) i had like four or five that would rotate out through the week because you know they'd get so dirty at practice but then she'd wash them and uh, so anyway i got known as the milkman pretty quickly well let me ask you a getting to know you question real quick okay what you got so if you were a famous sportscaster when you said that whoa nelly Right. What would be your favorite catchword? Oh, my my catchphrase. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I grew up when uh, "Boom Goes the Dynamite" was was blowing up. Like when mm-hmm. I was first getting into broadcasting, that that had really caught on as like one of those early viral things. You know. I don't know. All my years of broadcasting, I never really did have like a go-to catchphrase all the time. Um, Maybe I should have developed one. I don't know. I just always felt whenever I would kind of think about doing one, it would just sound corny. Just go to the milk. Go to the milk. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I can come up he with went, one. He went to the milk. Yeah. yeah. The milkman has delivered a there win for the team today. Something there like that. There you go. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll figure that out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I like that. We'll, we'll get to work yeah. on it. Well, there you go. Uh, thanks for playing along with us there, Kevin. I want to see that brown trout in a couple of weeks. Let us let us know. Let's see your name in the record books. More hope. More coming up on the show today. Back to the financial talk next on Simply Financial. Simply Financial. 
you deserve great financial advice. You deserve a financial plan that's custom-tailored to your goals. And you deserve confidence about your financial future. If you feel you're missing that level of care from your financial advisor, it's time for a change. Your interests are our priority. Make sure you're getting the most out of your hard-earned wealth. Schedule a visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Well, thanks for joining us so far today on Simply Financial. Been a fun show with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area, but based right in Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Click the Listen button, ask questions, and listen to past episodes of the show, and more great info there as well. I want to talk about some financial lies on the program today, because there are some financial advisors out there who, hey, we're not going to sugarcoat it. They're just flat-out liars. But, Kevin, that's honestly pretty rare. You don't find them, like, on every street corner. Well, I don't know. If they're on the street corner selling you financial advice, <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, that's like, not good anyway. That might not be very good, so maybe there will be some flat-out liars in the bunch. I don't know. Uh, but in terms of meeting with a financial advisor in your community, you're not going to find a lot of flat-out liars, just occasionally. More often what we find happening, Kevin, is that advisors are guilty of maybe making statements that perhaps they've just been conditioned to say over the years, even if those statements aren't exactly brimming with truth. So perhaps we're getting into white lie territory or just not telling the whole story, leaving out maybe some important details. It's sort of that gray area that we start to get into. First of all, would you sort of agree with that sentiment? Because you know a lot of other financial advisors in the industry, of course. Always that 1% that give the rest of us a bad name, right? Sure. sure. So when you said financial advisors are flat out liars, who came to mind? Like Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff, right? And, that, and, the, and the new guy who was the, the crypto whatever that has ran off to yeah. another country and stole everybody's money. And exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, 99.9% of advisors are pretty straight shooters. But those, those are the people you hear about. Unfortunately, you don't hear about the good ones, right? That's right. Yeah. But then there's this like other section too, where they're not the Bernie Madoffs of the world, but they're sort of a, a little bit more comfortable with that gray area. Of yes. Information. Yes. Now, I, I've, I've heard that quite a bit. So, okay. All right. So we know that there's that group out there. So what we're going to do is talk about why you should be cautious if you hear the following statements from a financial advisor. So where is this gray area that might get exposed is kind of what we're getting at. So let's start with an easy one, Kevin. Um, if you hear somebody say, we can beat the market, we can beat the market, why should that cause your ears to perk up? Well, you, there's nobody that can consistently beat the market. Let's take a look at the bottom of your statements. You know, nothing's guaranteed, there are risks, all this disclaimers that they put on the end of the statements because we as advisors cannot say we can beat the market. We don't know if we can beat the market. Bernie Madoff said he could, and he did for a while because he's making up all the fake statements, but it doesn't happen. So if you hear you know somebody come in and, hey, we can beat the market. We've been doing it for years and years and years. I want to see some proof. I want to see some verification that that's happening because to my 31 years, I don't know anybody who has done it consistently. Even Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett, excuse me, Buffett, if I said Warren Buffett. Um, <laughs> his, his distant cousin, Warren yeah, Buffett. Is off from time to time, right? He doesn't consistently do it. So when you hear that, we can beat the market, I'd be very, very suspicious because there are no guarantees. Investing's a long-term play, and that's why on the end of the statement, you got all the disclaimers saying there are no guarantees, not FDIC insured, mm. you will lose money, those types of things. 
Great point uh, across the board there, Kevin. All right, so if uh, we can't beat the market, uh, or we can beat the market, gets your ears perked up. What if somebody says, you know what, our, our investments are great, our company is great, blah, 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 because there are no fees. Sounds, uh, that we'll file that under the sounds too good to be true category. Yeah, so do you walk, Do you work for free, Walter? I do not, no. Do, do you know anybody not, that works for free? Try not to. <laughs> yes. Do you know anybody that works for free? No, I don't. So It wouldn't be work at that so, point. Yeah, so when somebody says there's no fees, let's just you know pick any investment. There's some fees somewhere stacked into there. So maybe you you get out of the investment early. There's going to be a fee. Maybe you you know you, you you're paying you know a small fee you think, but it's actually your bigger fee. There's fees in, involved in every, almost every investment aspect that you can think of. You may see them, you may not see them. That's what we talk about hidden fees all the time. And it may be an annuity, right? So you hear about a person who gets an annuity, no fees getting out, getting in. But if you get out, there's some fees. And the fees are factored into the what they call the surrender charge on that particular thing. There's fees if you're a you know, fee-based advisor. There's fees if you go to the bank. There's fees no matter what you're doing because nobody works for free. You just got to know how those fees are calculated and how they're, how they're inside of your portfolio or inside of your investments so you understand it. Okay, great points as well there, Kevin. Last but not least, Kevin, one more example of a financial lie popping up out there. It's just a paper loss. I bet someone's heard that this week. You know, hang in there, you'll be fine. Um, there's a little bit of truth to that statement, but there's also maybe some uh, some heavy gray area going on with how to interpret it. Well, let's say you're 30 years old and the market goes through all this volatility. Theoretically, you know, if you think about it, and somebody said to you, it's just a paper loss. Well, it is because you have, you know, 20, 30 years to go before you get to retirement. Yeah. You know, you, you can hang in there. But let's assume that you're 60 years old now. And you've been thinking, I'm going to take 4%. I'm hoping I can, you know, average 4% a year going into retirement. I can withdraw 4%, and then uh, it's just a paper loss. I'll be fine. Well, it isn't now at this particular point. You have $100,000, let's say. Market loses 30%. Now you're down to 70. You've been pulling $4,000 off because you believe in the 4% rule. Now you're down to 66, and the market doesn't recover next year. What's going to happen? Uh, you're going to be in trouble. It's, it's more than a paper loss, right? Yeah. yeah, you're locking it in at that point. You're locking it in. So this is where the income plan comes into play. So there's different you know, aspects of your life. Can you handle paper loss at this point if you're younger? More than likely. If you're older, probably not. So because we need income now, our income stops, our paycheck stops. So this is the difference. This is the way you think. The first half of your life, maybe you can afford a paper loss. The second half of your life, I'm betting you're going to be in some trouble down the road if you do. How do you avoid that? That's where the planning comes into play. Let's look. If you have a paper loss right now, let's stress test your portfolio, Walter. Let's say you come in my office and you say, I have a paper loss of 30%. All right, so let's project the income going down the road. Are you going to run out of money? And if you're going to run out of money, do we look at other options so you don't run into that problem? It's easy to figure out. It's stress testing your portfolio. We do it every day in the simplicity process. And then this last week alone, if that doesn't you know, make you think I should start thinking otherwise than growth, I should start maybe looking at some income options. This is the time to do that. Don't sit on the sidelines and think it's just a paper loss because if we have that U-shaped recovery where it takes three years to get through the bottom of the U and then it takes seven Seven years to get back up to where we were at and you're withdrawing money you could be in some definite trouble don't go down that avenue figure this out sit down do the planning process figure out where your income is going to come from and be in a position that if we do have a u-shaped recovery that you're better prepared to go through that 
All right, very good. Some great advice on the show today. Hopefully that resonates with a few of our listeners who are trying to better plan for their financial futures. Are you believing in some of these lies? Or do you need to uh, you know, make sure you redo your plan so that it's built on more solid information, solid beliefs and truths out there? If that's the case, then reach out to Kevin. He can run a free portfolio review and a complimentary look at what's going on in your financial world and how to improve it moving forward. The number to call is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. That'll get you in touch and allow you to set up that time to visit and have a conversation either over the phone or in person in pinconning about what's going on in your financial world. So prepare for retirement with a more solid plan in place by meeting with Kevin. And that number is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. And always online at insightfolios.com. Don't forget to check out the website. Lots of good information there as well. Well, Kevin, thanks for the help today. This was uh, some really good information. We'll be keeping an eye on some of those current events that are going on throughout the financial world, but always good to remember kind of some of these core values as well. It is. It's always good to revisit those, isn't it? For sure, for sure. Well, good luck yeah. and uh, start, start practicing. Work on that cast. Get ready for that 30-pound trout that you're going to catch later this year. Well, I've got, you know, some news that's probably not shocking to you, but I've already been practicing in the front yard. <laughs> I got a new I got a new rod, so I got to get the feel. Been yes. been practicing for like 60. years, Walt. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll just got to be in the right place at the right time at this but, point. There you go. Yeah. I love it. Well, good stuff. Well, thanks Kevin. Have a great rest of your weekend, and that goes for all of you listening as well. We'll see everyone next time back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.